You're listening to episode number 45 of Radical Shift, Overcoming the Narcissist in Your Life. So one of my most popular podcasts is all about dealing with narcissists, and I feel like it's time to revisit that because we are in close quarters and we have a lot of narcissists influencing the future of our lives. And I think it's time we put that to an end. So if you have ever dealt with a narcissist, and I'm pretty sure you have, You are going to love this episode. And now for something a little different. I'm success coach and serial entrepreneur, Carla White, and I'm on a mission to wake the shift out of you. Filled with honesty and humor, this show is designed to lower your stress, increase your income, build your relationships, and make your journey a lot more fun. Welcome to Radical Shift. Welcome back, Radical Shifters. I'm your host, Carla White, and I am so thankful we have this time together. Now, this is a special episode for anyone who has dealt with a narcissist, had a relationship with a narcissist in their life. Now, I'm guessing if you're listening to this, you probably have. Last week, I spoke with Travis Jacobs, the poet, and towards the end of our conversation, we touched on narcissists a little bit. And he was saying how they hide out in every little nook and corner of our world. They can be the teachers. They can be the spouse. They can be the garbage person. They can be the leaders. They can be are religious leaders. They can be so many different people in our lives that are narcissistic. And I would beg to differ that there are more narcissists than we even give recognition to. So what I want to give you in this episode is how to recognize the narcissist and then how to move on from them, how to stop letting them control who you are and limiting you like they've limited themselves. So if, you, if you're unsure whether somebody is a narcissist, the common traits are they have very low self-esteem and they normally have to brag about themselves or the, in fact, rather than them bragging about, bragging about themselves, they want you to brag about them, to make them feel good. So usually when we think of a narcissist, we think of somebody who really is overly confident about themselves. When in fact, it's the exact opposite. Um, When I was in a relationship with a narcissist and he, he was very charming to begin with, doted on me, told me how awesome I am, said how much he just, how I changed his life, all these wonderful things, right? And I got addicted to that. I got addicted to him doting on me, just as anybody would. It felt good. I got these rush of uh, chemicals in my body that my body got addicted to. So I got addicted to him. And eventually, it started to leak into our relationship that he was a victim of circumstances. He was a victim of an abusive mother. He was a victim of people taking advantage of him. He was a victim of me taking advantage of him. And he would turn on me when I would not show him the love and affection that he showed me. So really, when he was giving me that love and affection, it was something that he was looking for in himself. 
Now here's where the slippery slope begins because when somebody, people are not born narcissistic. Okay, let's start out from there. People are born perfectly wholesome, wonderful, and then they become narcissistic because a parent or somebody who was uh, a formative figure in their childhood withheld love from them or they made their love conditional based on actions. And when they did not get that love, this individual would feel like they were incomplete. They were not whole. They were not enough. And to overcome that, to compensate for that, they had to get that wholeness, that completeness from other people, i.e. you. Okay? So let's just take that boyfriend that I had who did not feel complete. He became uh, uh, dependent on me to feel that completeness. And as soon as I saw him, I had to shower on him his awesomeness. You are so amazing. You are so awesome. And we have all been there where there's somebody in our life where you just have to tell them how awesome they are because they do not see it in themselves. They do not understand it in themselves. So they have to constantly get that from other people. And guess what? If you aren't giving it to them, they're going to withhold their love. They're going to give that you that same conditional love that they received, that they understood, that they learned growing up. So if you are not giving them that love, they are going to withhold that love to you. Oh, all those feel-good emotions that you had before, they're going to be gone. And they're going to make you believe that it's because you messed up. You are the cause of it. Do you see the repeated patterns here? So what they received, what they learned in their childhood, they are projecting back onto you. And we've all had teachers who have done that. I remember my sixth grade teacher. She was amazing. I loved her so much. And she was very narcissistic as well. (laughs) And when I did not dote on her and say how amazing she was, boy, was the punishment harsh. And I've had boyfriends. I've had uh, relationships. I've had business partners exactly the same way. They love on you so much. And if you do not reciprocate that, then they will make you feel horrible. They will make you feel awful. So the the repercussions of this are, number one, you believing that, you believing that you are horrible, and number two, you holding back on your own awesomeness because you think you aren't very good. Okay, so number one, you believing that you're a bad person. So they they let you believe that you are horrible because when you say something to them, just an honest truth or anything that isn't, hey, you're wonderful, you're awesome, I think you're fantastic. If you say anything other than that, they will project horrible, cold energy towards you. They will hide, put their head down and shake it. They will mumble things under their breath. They will say horrible things about you. They'll throw you under the bus. And they will make them, themselves, look like the victim to you. 
they were a victim because of you. Because you did not proclaim how awesome they are, how wonderful they are. So you, they are the victim. And what that does to you is it holds you back. It holds you back because then you start to doubt yourself, just like they doubt themselves. You start, it's contagious. You start to doubt yourself and you start to hold yourself back and you start to second guess yourself because of their low self-esteem. You start to believe that you aren't enough. So I once had an amazing teacher share with me how we are receiving inspiration and intuition and um, unconditional love from the universe. And it's equal to what we are giving out. And the way that this teacher shared this with me is he drew a figure of just a regular stick person. And then he drew this tube coming out of the top of the head. And that tube was the energy flow of the universe giving back to you what you are projecting out. And it was this continual flow of energy in and out, in and out. And when you start to second guess yourself, when that narcissist allows their power to overrule what you know about yourself, you start to restrict that tube. You start to give out less and you start to receive less. Now, if you can notice a narcissist for who he or she is and don't let them define your own worth, don't let them define who you are. In fact, you override that. You don't expect other people to pander to you. You do not play the victim as well because then you are becoming the narcissist as well. And if you don't pander to that, if you open up that tube and you start giving out even more, giving out more of your creativity, more of your inspiration, more of your ideas, more of your truthfulness, more of your um, help to other people, the universe, you're opening up that tube, you're widening it, you're, you're expanding the funnel, as we say. And the universe is able to give back into you even more. So when you are saying no, or when you are cutting off yourself and second guessing yourself and doubting yourself, you're restricting that tube. But when you are saying, look, I, I get you, I understand you don't see it in yourself. What I see in myself, that's okay. You don't have to see it. Only I need to see it. Only I need to see this possibility of what I am capable of achieving then you start to expand that tube. And I will say hands down, that restriction is the biggest painful, hurtful thing that a narcissist can do. Because the narcissist is then restricting you from what you are capable of achieving in this lifetime. It's restricting you, he or she is restricting who you are capable of helping and what you are capable of achieving and creating in your life. So number one, if you are dealing with a narcissist in your life, ask yourself, are they projecting onto me what they want to have in their own life? 
And if they are, it is not up to you to heal them. It is not your job for you to show them how awesome they are. That is not a job that you can achieve. Only they can achieve that. That is an inside job and they, they need to do the work and they need to heal. And we all need to heal from narcissists because if we do not heal from these narcissists, we are going to pass this on to another generation and another generation and another generation. And people are going to self-medicate and they are going to do it through either binge watching or binge buying or drinking or eating. And we are going to just try and heal these wounds through very um, destructive behaviors. But if you can stop that narcissist from getting into your head and restricting what you are capable of achieving in this world, you will start to open up that funnel of greatness and give and receive even more. And when you do that, the narcissist stops defining who you are and what you are capable of achieving. And you start to define that with yourself in the beautiful universe that created you. So I would love to hear from you. If you have learned anything from this podcast, I would love to hear your stories, whether it's with narcissism or wealth or abundance or creativities. Please reach out to me on Instagram at Hey Carla White or on Facebook at Hey Carla White. I want to hear your stories. I want to hear your stories and connect with you. So please don't be shy. Let's connect. And until next time, keep being awesome and keep creating radical shifts. Thank you so much for listening. Now, if you want to create a radical shift in your life, all you have to do is head over to thegratitudeapp.com and that will take you directly to the app store where you can download it and start using the gratitude app today. Now, if you're the type of person who loves to help out family and friends, be sure to share this episode. And if you ever want to reach out to me, just head on over to Instagram at Hey Carla White. I'd love to hear from you and hear your comments. Until then, keep being limitless, keep being adventurous, and keep creating radical shifts.